Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. The Mac show is here. Uh, so that was not the clean version of that song oh, that Mac shit. requested. Laura getting ready for the weekend. I see you, girl. <laughs> Get so nasty. We dumped that. You nasty, Mac. You almost got Laura in trouble. <laughs> my bad, my bad. No, man, it's all good. You know, It's Mac just, versus Laura. Yeah, to, look, to, to, uh, to everyone's credit, you know, including Laura's, one would assume if it's in our system that someone would have made sure to take out some of that stuff, uh, some of the language. But nonetheless, uh, it is what it is. Mac, how you feeling, man? Let's talk about you. How are you feeling, sir? Yeah, I'm good, man. I just finished uh, a four-day block of training with the team, which was uh, was was good, man. The intensity is high. You know, I feel good. So we have three more days to train before our game on Tuesday, and we'll we'll figure out who's starting and what the lineup's going to look like. But uh, the team morale is high, and we're all ready to go. You know, obviously, this has been a season like no other for every league. But it feels to me that not having fans for LAFC is just gut-wrenching because of the impact that it has during the game. You know, is there anything that you guys have talked about to replicate that energy, whether it's piping in noise or anything like that? Well, they have the, like the in-fan you know, noise in the stadium and stuff like that. Since we won't be playing a home game for the rest of the year, we don't have that at our disposal. But I said it from day one, even when we went to the MLS factory in Orlando, we got to find a way as teammates to you know energize the group and really motivate uh the guys around you you know with with fans it's usually them who does that with their energy and the noise but now considering they're not there you got to adapt and and move forward right so we all just we miss them it's because you know we're we're still a young team in the sense of how many years we've been in the league and our fans you know came on the scene swinging right away so we've never really had a season like this or had a time where we didn't have fans in the stadium because we weren't doing well so um, yeah, it, it's a tough one, but we, we figured out a way to get the guys going for games. And I'm sorry, I should have added, because we do travel well. I, I mean, I know we don't have home field advantage. I should have added, we travel well. So even when you guys were on the road, LAFC was perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. There's, there's a handful of games I can remember where, you know, it feels like a home game when our fans, our away fans are there. So, uh, yeah, we do definitely miss them. Uh, of course, Mark Anthony K joining us here. Mac, uh, LAFC, big first-round matchup on Tuesday, uh, November 24th at 7.30 p.m. Of course, you can catch the action on ESPN television and, of course, right here on 710 ESPN, uh, MLS Cup playoffs. Big rematch. You guys faced them, obviously, in the Western Conference Final last year. Um, what's different about them this year, Mac? Yeah, you know, I think usually uh, Seattle's a team that midway through the season, they're not at a good point, and they find a way to turn it on late in the season and helps them in their playoff run. I think this year, you know, they've been consistently at the top of the league, which is a change, you know. So uh, I think they've figured out, you know, their strengths and their weaknesses, and they've had a really good year. Um, but, yeah, for us now, it's just going in there and being super difficult to play against and, We've never really been in a situation where we're considered the underdogs going into playoffs, and, you know, maybe that will play into our hands now. Um, when you think about all the things that have occurred for you to guys to get to this particular place, and I'm not talking specifically about the pandemic stuff, but just, you know, Carlos, the emergence of Diego, things of that nature, what 
do you think sticks out most for you guys this regular season? And can you carry that into the postseason? Yeah, I think this year was a lot about growth. You know, usually growth, people hope that growth in their life is just a trajectory upwards. But I think for us this year, you know, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of downs where, you know, you had to like stick together and figure out a way to get back to a point where you're used to being. So I think the biggest thing, obviously, yes, Carlos being out or with Diego having a great year, I think the biggest thing is that a lot of guys were played this year. You know, I think we've used almost every player on our roster. And, you know, that's a positive thing um, going forward for the playoffs because we know we can trust guys who have gotten minutes. And also it just builds a better sense of team camaraderie when everyone has had a hand in, you know, the season, whether it was good or bad, but it's just good that everyone has been a part of it. So Mac is giving away a autographed jersey, his jersey, and if you want to win that, be caller number seven right now at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you want to win uh, Mac's autographed jersey, I mentioned earlier that he'd be giving it away, and we're going to be doing that now. Laura will take caller seven at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Mac, how much will you miss? I know some of your international players have also been affected by COVID protocols. Seattle will have uh, two of their three international players back. How does that potentially affect what you guys are going to do, not being able to get some of your guys back for this particular matchup? Yeah, obviously, you know, they're good players. So you want, you know, your best players to be available for selection. Um, but, you know, we went in with the mentality that when they were left for international duty, that they weren't going to be a part of it. You know, we didn't know what, you know, protocols the MLS were going to change or if, you know, they'd be able to play if they quarantined a certain amount of days. We didn't know, right? So we just went in with the idea that the guys we have going into training sessions are the guys who are going to play and who we're going to count on. So um, it doesn't change much. Obviously, it's unfortunate that these guys have gone you know, positive test for COVID. That's not fun for anyone, and we worry about them. But, uh, no, at the end of the day, it's you got to put 11 guys on the field who are willing to win, and I think that's what we got, and we have to do with what we have. How are the plans going? <laughs> How, the plans? Bruh. You, your wedding, bro. Bruh, bruh. Let me no, tell you no right now, now man, man, I shouldn't have to no tell plans. you what plans. If I say the plans and you the dude getting married, you should know exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to get your ass in trouble, man. No, yeah, you no are going to get your ass in trouble. We have, a, we have enough time to figure that out. You know what I mean? So uh, especially with everything going on in the world, we don't want to have people yeah. coming to a mask party and having to get everyone sure. you know, rapid to see if they are allowed in at the door. So uh, we're going to wait a couple years, and obviously we'll start the planning, I think, probably in the new year just because it's a good feeling when you're doing it. We'll we'll finish off this year with, you know, winning through the playoffs, and then we'll figure it out after that. There you go, hoisting that that trophy. That's what we're talking about. Are are we invited? That's how it has to be, man. Are are we invited? Of course. Of course. We make the cut? Hey, this is a big party, man. Okay. I like it. I will yeah. be there. That's for I'll sure. shower for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't shower for everything, one man. Rule. You got to shower. Yeah. Uh, all right, Max. So we've got caller number seven on the line. We're going to bring him aboard. Uh, David from Brea. David, congratulations. You're going to be talk- You're talking hey. to Mac. Tell-, tell Mac thank you for hooking you up with his autographed jersey. 
Hey, thank you so much, my friend. I love it. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Appreciate the support, and I hope the the jersey uh, does you well, man. Appreciate that. Good luck, guys. All right, David, we're going to put you back on hold. Laura's going to take your information down. Uh, Look at that, man. You are a a charitable person, man. You've given away your jersey. I love it. This is why we love you, Mac. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, you got anything else, you know, for us before we, you know, we let you go? You know, I mean, you feel, you said you were feeling good. You're feeling good about the matchup. Uh, you know, you told ZLZ oh, to yeah. chill out on the planning, you know, that you got that. Anything else you need? No, no, I'm good, man. And obviously there's exciting news for the city of L.A. when it comes to getting a new uh, soccer team. That's uh, right. With Angel yeah. City. So that that's, that's some big stuff, man. I, I remember when I went to a women's game here at our stadium, and I'm telling you guys, I've never experienced something like that. To see the amount of young girls just watching this game so, like, encouraged and empowered. So I'm, I'm excited that, you know, LAFC has a partnership with them. They get to play at our stadium. You know, I think it'll do a massive amount of good for the community here and for young girls who are aspiring to be uh, pro athletes. So it, it's, it's exciting, man. That is an excellent Absolutely. point. Angel City Football Club, LA's newest professional women's sports team, uh, announced today, actually, um, or, or excuse me, earlier this week. It was yesterday, I want to say, uh, that Angel City will call Bank of California Stadium its home venue. So that's cool stuff, too. Mac, best of luck. Uh, hopefully, we are talking to you after a win next week, okay? We will be. We will be. We will be. All right, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Okay. Is he gone? Is he gone? Mac, you still there? He's gone. He's gone. Oh, okay. Well, All right. All right. Yeah. He did almost get you fired. I know he did almost get you fired. He did say sorry though. You know, I, I mean, like how he almost got you fired and then turned around and tried to be a feminist on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> See, he, uh, he, he would have laughed his ass off if you would have heard you say that. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah. So thanks to Mark Anthony K. All right, coming up next, we got a free agency update. We got two Lakers, one coming. One going. We'll talk about it all in two. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks to Mark Anthony Kay of the LAFC for his weekly appearance. He joined us on the Celebrity Hotline, presented by Morongo, Play It Safe Good Times. Our Picks Against the Spread segment will come on around 6.45 or so. Uh, Don't forget, now... We don't have a cooler to give away anymore, LZ. Um, we Uh-oh. are uh, we are out of coolers. We gave away all those great Corona coolers. Uh, people can play, and we will we will give them a Sedano and LZ prize pack. A little, you know, t-shirts, some t-shirts. We'll hook them up. We'll give I'll them give at least a, two. I'll give you a half pint of blood. How about that? No, no, we can't do that. No. 
can't. Okay, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, oh, that's sorry. Not, yeah, sorry. It's not me, people. It's the rules. I would yeah. do it if I could. So how about two shirts, two T-shirts, two sedan, and they are nice. They're like that they good nice. cotton. You know what I'm saying? Like the stuff that you like, you put on. You're like, oh, this feels so nice. Because you know, sometimes you get those free shirts, and they're like, you know, they're stiff as a board. You know, this right. is like nice stuff. It actually simp- is kind of fitted too. I would tell you, you know, as a t-shirt aficionado, mm-hmm. the first thing you check for is the collar of right. the t-shirt. Yeah. And this collar is less than three inches. So it's okay. a good t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those cheap, cheap, cheap t-shirts have like these super thick yeah. collars Yes, that are just like, I don't know, they're like anchors around your neck. And then the t-shirts are super boxy and they feel like they're exfoliating you as opposed to clothing you. Because right. they're so rough. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so Laura thought I was going to curse, but I didn't yeah, curse. Yeah, she did. She did. Did you? Did. Nope, nope. I don't think so. Did I? I was, no, you didn't, but I was ready. I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, oh, now you're ready. When Mac tells you to play a song, you just like, you trust him. But me, you treat like Dwight Howard. Wait for me to flake what? out or something. Okay, no, all right, I see. No, you. no. But, I mean, he did ask for Michael Buble the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, I wasn't expecting true. him to that is give true. me something with explicit lyrics on here. Uh, again, resume matters. And by the way, I am glad that you uh, that you did admit that uh, Dwight got flaky. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you know, got to call him like you see him. Um, I don't so know what we, happened. So we're gonna give away two shirts uh, to the person who who uh, who plays uh, picks against the spread. For those that don't know how that game works, it's very simple. We have five games uh, that we pick against the spread. Uh, this week's games are Rams and Bucks. Bucks are three and a half point favorites. Chargers and Jets. Chargers are nine and a half point favorites. Chiefs and Raiders. Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites. Titans and Ravens. Ravens are six and a half point favorites. And Packers and Colts. Colts are one and a half point favorites. And so you're picking each game against the spread, but you're assigning a confidence vote to it. One through five. Five is the game you are most confident in in picking against the spread. One is the least confident in you're picking against the spread. And so on and so forth. Two, three, and four as well. And you can only use each number once in your confidence pick. Okay? So that's how we'll do it at around 645. But let's catch up. Laura, give me the NBA music again because we got to catch people up on what the hell has been transpiring in the NBA. Uh, We start with the Lakers. Uh, Let's start with the good news, LZ. The good news is the Lakers signed... Wes Matthews. Wes Matthews is a good three-point shooter. Wes Matthews is a hell of a defender. I think he is an upgrade on Danny Green at this stage of his career uh, for three-point-whatever-million-dollars. I love that signing. We had a mean on earlier. He loved the signing. You like the signing. I like the signing because I need to see what's next. Mm -hmm. I need to see the rest. and I need to Mm -hmm. see – I need to make sure that when all the reporting is said and done that the signing didn't cause us an opportunity of someone else. So in a bubble, in a silo, if I'm just looking at Danny Green and, and Matthews, it's a great signing. But that's not the way you construct a team, looking at bubbles. You construct it looking at the entirety of it all, and we're still waiting to see what that is. Oh, Lord, Ramona dropped the Ramona a Momo bomb. You ready? Yes. You holding on to something? I am. Greg, are you holding on to something? Oh, no. Laura? I, uh-huh. Nolan Arenado is joining the Lakers. No, 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 he's not. Nolan Arenado could be joining the Dodgers, but that's a different conversation. That's actually a good conversation. Um, Ramona quote tweeted her Dwight Howard uh, tweet from 56 minutes ago and said, also, sounds like the Lakers' initial talks with KCP haven't been fruitful. Emphasis on initial. 
So KCP's initial conversations, it sounds like they ain't close on a contract. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, not, not I, I, okay. I'm, I, I, I'm gonna guess that yep. the Lakers. He was making like eight, I believe, last year. Right? Is that accurate? Uh-huh. Uh, my guess is the Lakers probably want to get him in that 10 to 12 range, and he probably wants – remember when he was making 15? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pro- If I had to guess, that's probably the issue. He wants right that now. Danny Green money. Yeah. Like, you paid Danny Green, I was better than Danny Green. Right, right. And he's not saying it. Our friend is saying it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, isn't uh, – does, does Rich Paul have Jordan? Jordan Clarkson? Yes. And he just got Jordan how much? 13. Yeah. So KCP is probably like, bruh. <laughs> right. Right? 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 And Rich Paul is probably like, bruh. Yeah. So if the Lakers thought they were going to bring him back on the cheap, I think not being fruitful means they're not getting him on the cheap. Correct. Um. So, yeah. So there's that. And if you heard me mention the Dwight Howard news, Dwight Howard – Initially, we thought he was uh, signing with the Lakers. Why did we think he was initially signing with the Lakers? Because Dwight told us so. Dwight tweeted at 4.17 p.m., I'm staying right where I belong. Laker Nation, I love y'all. Purple and gold never gets old. OLZ, it got old very quick, though. Uh, He Mm. deleted said tweet. I want to make sure I get the timing of that right. Uh, Within three minutes... And and then we found out at 5.30 that he had signed a similar vet minimum deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. I don't know what happened. You know? I don't know what happened. I don't know why he tweeted he was coming back. What information did he have that led him to that, to that tweet? And what changed? which led to him ending up in the 76ers. I'm assuming Momo is going to do a 30 for 30 podcast on it soon, and we'll get all the details. <laughs> right. Momo would totally be in on that, right? right. Like that, that sounds like uh, right up her alley for sure. Uh, so Dwight is out. KCP, things are getting not off to the right foot, right? Like that's – that's so Greg, but how, how, how worried are you uh, about the KCP thing at least? Because, look, LZ made a great point. Um, he wants that Danny Green money. By the way, he used to make that Danny Green money here in Los Angeles his first year. So I could see where he's like, yo, you got to pay up. Greg? All right, then. We don't have Greg. Okay. Listen, I, I, w- I would also add, though, that maybe they've decided this is all we're going to offer KCP. Here's the number. Uh-oh. But we're going to go after Bogdanovich. With a different number. So Eric Pincus, who's one of these capologists uh, mm-hmm. for Bleacher Report, by the numbers, the Lakers can't do more than $10 million for KCP if they want to use their full mid-level exemption, which I believe they do. That's the roster filled out with minimum players. Um, oh, boy. That can be tough. So what do you do with KCP? Do you just give them years? You can give him years. You can also kick the tires on Bogdanovich and see if you can do a signing trade. Right, but then you 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 hard cap yourself. You I don't know if you can make that work. 
listen, all I know is this. KCP defensively and offensively was important for us this season. And I know people want to trash him for the moments in which he couldn't hit a shot. And fine, that's okay to do that. But in his entirety, particularly during last season, he was a very productive player for us. Mm -hmm. So before we say boy bye, because we only remember the bad stuff, go back and think about all the moments he came through for us in critical moments in the postseason. Yeah. And ask yourself, who do we have that's going to do that for us now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, The funniest thing is in our group text, it just says, Greg Bergman, I was talking. Did you not hear me? Wow. Are you there now? Yeah. Did you not? Did you not hear anything that I was saying in that time? No. No. But it actually works out better this way. That this is the way this worked out. Actually, <laughs> usually it is. But I, I was talking. Nobody talked over me. And then all of a sudden, Laura's in my ear saying, "Hello, are you there? Hello, hello." Yeah, we didn't hear a word. Nobody heard anything you said. I did the whole thing so, on KCP. Well, do it again. Man. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You can do it now. Let us know, Greg. Let us know. I was just saying that I'm a little disappointed. In this. I'm, I hope, thankfully, Momo is saying that it's not just the initial conversations are not going well and still could happen, but he was a big part of this team. He is a legit now 3 and D guy for guards. I'm very – I would be disappointed if KCP doesn't come back. Did you hear me say the Eric Pincus part? No, I did not, because Laura was talking to me. Uh, oh, look at you blaming Laura all of a sudden. No, I was just saying what was going on. <laughs> I'm blaming Laura. Listen up here, mansplaining. Wow. Look at him mansplaining Manspl- why he didn't hear that's, you. That's wow. not Lord, mansplaining Greg. either. Are you not a man? <laughs> I, I, are you I, not I, explaining? <laughs> Hence, you are mansplaining. <laughs> by definition. The connotation, sir. Yes, by definition. By definition. Um, by the numbers. Offended. He tweeted that the Lakers can't do more than $10 million for KCP if they want to use their full mid-level exemption. Right, so that's a huge part of it. I mean, I want the full mid-level exception for somebody for like Serge Ibaka. So, or like I think I heard LZ saying Bogdan Bogdanovich. So, which that he's not going to do the MLE anyway. But right. at that point, it gets real tough then because I think you need to add. So, if KCP is out in that sense, it might be the way it has to go. Oh, Pat Riley always said it: the disease of more. Well, listen, we Pat Riley's paid. I'm not going to sit here and, and let him begrudge a brother for trying to get paid on no. his payday. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. He never begrudged him. He's just telling you that. That's when, not a disease. That's just trying to get your money. I, I know, LZ, but what he's saying is you're focusing on the word disease. But what I'm what the, the gist of that conversation or that phrase is that it gets hard out here for a pimp when you a win bomb. a championship a because bomb. everybody wants to get Hold on, theirs. we got a bomb. Hold on, we got a bomb. Got a bomb. Got a bomb. Sham Sharanya, the Los Angeles Lakers are nearing a deal with Montrez Harrell. Whoa, LC, we thought it wasn't that. We thought it wasn't the the, uh, the 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 Lakers. We literally was like, oh, it's got to be the Clippers, right? He's back at LAX. Oh. By the way, you know who Montrez Harrell's agent is? Who? Rich Paul. Uh, all right. You don't like the deal? <laughs> you don't like uh, Montrez? No, I like Montrez. I'm trying to figure out what are we doing to replace the production of Dwight Howard? Montrez does nothing for us when it comes to guarding these big, powerful seven-footers we got to face in the West. They're going to get Marcus Gasol, man. That's what's going to happen here. That's the bomb I want to hear. That's the bomb I want to hear. I mean, he's Montrez- the sixth man of the year, Montrez Harrell. I don't care. He ain't seven feet tall. He's not 250-some pounds. 
That's what no, we need. I don't need no. accolades. I need a big body. Okay. I, and I like Montrez. I do. These are locks. Locks stick together. That's right. That's, that's what that's, I was going to say. That's a He's 240, though. Do you think Montrez can do anything with Rudy Gobert or Jokic? No. Well, well Rudy Gobert. Mm, um, Jokic, no. For sure not. Um, and that, and that's my issue. We don't have anyone yet I mean, on the Gobert, roster that can do anything with that guy. Not yet. So that's what I'm worried about. I know, but it's just day one. He's also coming off the bench and can now, all right, let's just think about this bench. Right. You want to talk about pick and roll with Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams? How about Montrez Harrell and um, LeBron and Schroeder and Schroeder <laughs> off the right. bench? No, but I I'm mean, saying, and LeBron. LeBron's yeah, going to play 30 something minutes. He's going to play with Harrell too, you know? No, Montrez Harrell is legit. I'm not trying to say Montrez Harrell is not a good pickup. My focus is on needs. And what we need right now is a big, strong body. I, I, I get need. it, LZ, but you're going to get a big, strong body. But you are remaking this team, to Greg's point, differently than you did last year. It doesn't have to be the same formula. All right, man. If they get Marcus Gasol, will you be happy for Montrez? I will be happier, yes. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's digest this. Montrez Harrell going from the Clippers to the Lakers. What are your thoughts? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We will be back in two minutes to take your calls. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Breaking news. Montrez Harrell goes from the Clippers to the Lakers. A two-year deal he signs. The sixth man, the reigning sixth man of the year, is a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. And the man who finished second in sixth man of the year, Dennis Schroeder, we already know is a Laker. That bench unit, fire, LZ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you definitely can see, you know, where certain players are going to be headed out to. Right. (laughs) Because with every signing, I'm seeing smaller and smaller places and minutes for like a Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Brian Windhorst. Uh, Montrose Harrell's playing to sign with the Lakers two years, 19 million. Second season being a player option. Rich Paul tells ESPN. It's Brian Windhorst. Uh, Patrick Beverly is mad. He tweeted, what? With a bunch of emojis. Wait till he um, get traded. He could be real mad. Yeah. Uh, Bet Our buddy Beto Duran, uh, he, he's not happy with you, LZ. He says, does LZ Granderson like anything? It reminds me of my salty deal at the parties I go to. Did You, you don't want to be the salty deal at the Latino party. Did Mm-mm. you Did you see what I tweeted back to him? What? What did you write? I didn't see it. I said, I like the fact you're listening. Yes. So I do like something. Yes. There, there you that. go. There is that. Uh, the salty deal, though, is the is basically the equivalent to the uncle at the uh, black barbershop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen, this uncle at the black barbershop is simply saying, 
we haven't filled the one big hole that we need filled. And it'll the absence happen. of Dwight Howard. And we don't need that Clipper stench. Oh, I'm what? Just saying. What? Okay. I'm Wait, not- we already got Jared Dudley and we still want a chip. Yeah. Yeah, but I like him. <laughs> so you're saying he's like a bigger piece, Montrez. Okay. The Clipper curse. The Clipper curse is real, man. Oh, I don't want no, any of I didn't even think of that. I no, 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 no. I do like the idea of a lineup with AD at the five, Trez and Braun at the three and the four, Schroeder and, and Caruso. That, to me, is a tough, defensive-minded squad without giving up much on offense at all. I do like that lineup. That probably won't be the starting lineup, but I'm looking forward to seeing what that five would do on the floor. All right, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Let's go to Ash, who's listening in New Zealand, all the way across on the other side of the world, uh, listening online. Hello, Ash. Hey, how's it going, guys? First time hey. caller. What's up, bro? I'm originally from Barstow, representing B Town, but um, I've been out here for a minute in New Zealand. But it's great to hear about Harrell. I mean, it kind of sucks with Dwight going, but in a way, he's going to replace that intensity on the offensive end. Not so much on the D, but. I just can't wait. I love it because it's a dig at the Clips. (laughs) Right. Now, let me ask you this, Ash. What time is it in New Zealand right now? I think it's about 3 or 4 in the afternoon. 3 or 4 in the afternoon, but it's 3 and 4 in the afternoon on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's Saturday today. (laughs) Bro, what you doing? He's in the future. (laughs) No, he don't know what time it is. He don't know what day it is. I'm wondering, what what you doing, bro? Are you really in New Zealand? He's having a good time. I've I've been listening to you guys since, since, what, about 9 o'clock this morning. Well, not you guys, but I've been listening to ESPN LA since this morning. Look, having the app has been great because I've been listening to to ESPN LA for like the last, what, three, three years now at work. It's great, man, you know. Uh, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, Thanks, nah, man. I'm just so happy to, to you know, to, to get online, uh, finally get through. I've tried calling a few times, but um, yeah, man, it's just it's just good to hear all the guys we're, get, we're getting right now. I'm looking. I can't wait, man. It, it reminds me of back in the three peat, how each year we sort of tweaked out the roster each time, right? Yeah, yeah. and it yep. worked. Yeah. And it's gonna happen again. All right, Ash. Be good, man. Be safe Be out good. there. Okay. All good. You t- uh, take care. Let me go to Warren in L.A. Warren. Yeah, hey George, that's an awesome move, and you're right. Your partner is deal uh, salty, man. He is. Uh, His name is LZ. LZ, you you want to address that you're the salty deal all of a sudden? Yeah, no, he's no, because salty deal. No, Why I'm very confident because I know I'm right. Six, <laughs> no, you're not, bro. Listen, they're not done. They need a guy to guard a taller guy. Gasol would be perfect, or somebody like that. But they've upgraded over Danny Green. They got. West Matthews. They upgraded with uh, Rondo with a younger Schroeder, and now they've upgraded with Montrez Harold. So yeah, you are a deal salty. So get get with it. So you just repeated what I said. We needed a big body. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I mean, they'll get there though. It doesn't have to be at everything. I mean, how to- you gonna say I'm wrong and then repeat what I say what they need? No, he's saying you're being <laughs> salty because you're not celebrating the, the signings enough. Is what he's saying. No, what I'm saying is, is that the individual a, signings. You the, know. There is a there is a hole that needs to be filled, and, and I will be. be elated when that hole is filled. I, know, I haven't what, said I have yet to say I didn't want Wes Matthews. I did not say I didn't want Dennis. I did not say I didn't want Trez. I said what I need, what we need, is a big body to deal with those other big bodies on championship contenders coming out of the West, and I will be thrilled once we do that. That's what I said.
Right. But we could be thrilled in the immediacy of the other signings, too, is all I'm saying. Like, you know, those are good signings. They're good They've signings. done a good job this offseason yes. so far. Yes, and I didn't say they didn't do a good job. Okay. No, but I'm, you were like, I got to wait and see. You I know? do have to wait and see. I mean, but it's going to happen. That's an easy – there's going to be plenty of big men to choose from at the minimum, I think. You don't think? Who? Marcus Gasol, Boogie that's Cousins, that's right? Like, Those are two names that I've mentioned. Okay, right. who, who's after that? They're not out of it yet for Serge Ibaka. They're not out they're of not, it yet. They're not out of it yet. I mean, if you listen to Kevin Durant's brother, perhaps, but I don't think they're out of it yet. Right, so there's still plenty of opportunities. There's dudes taking their time. Fred Van Vliet, not that he's a big man, but guys, certain guys are taking their time. Bogdanovich is going to take a few days to decide. Fred Van Vliet's going to take a few days to decide. Uh, Ibaka's going to take a few days to decide. Marcus Gasol's getting offers. He's waiting a few days to decide. That's why, you know, there are people that think that the Lakers are probably the front runner there. So it's just, you know, there's some dudes that they, they want to – they want to jump in the relationship quick, and there's some people. You remember, like when we were talking about the relationship, uh, you know, things, and I was saying, you know, I like the three dates, and I like the, you know, kind of a casual first date, and then you would go to like on to maybe like a dinner date, and then you'd go to something like fancier the third date. Like it's just that, just people, you know, they they got different paces to this. Yeah, you, you straights do things differently. <laughs> That is true. There is that too. There, well, you did admit uh, when Mason said that uh, his first date with Juan was dinner and sex, um, you, uh, you you co-signed on that. I, I sure did. And I, yeah. Not with a rubber stamp either. I used my hand and a pen. Right. There you I go. To make sure Let, it was authenticated. Let's listen, go. I, here, just so that everyone, you know, from Beto on down who thinks I'm not happy, that is not where I'm coming from. I'm like Kobe. The job's not done. So I'm waiting to see what happens with the big body because some big bodies are more useful to us than others. And while it is true that there are a lot of big bodies to be had, that doesn't mean there are a lot of big bodies that we want. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. I mean, I, 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 all those big men to me work out. And, and there could be someone else that we're not even thinking about that I haven't thought about that could be down the line too. Uh, Tim in Santa Monica. Tim, what's up? Yeah, hey, uh... I was stuck on the Montrezl Harold uh, uh, pickup because uh, I was so mad when they drafted Nance instead of him in that draft class. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just really glad that he's finally a Laker because he has a little heart and street knowledge that we kind of need for our team, I think, this year. Well, some toughness for sure. Um, you know, yeah. and, and thank you for the call, Tim. You know, there, there there's talks about Jay Crowder, you know, speaking of toughness, could be a Laker, right? Like that – there's there's plenty of guys out there. Let's go to uh, Marcus next. Marcus, what's up? I wanted to let you know, uh, this is Marcus from uh, Las Vegas, man. I wanted to let y'all know this. Lakers in the house out here. We love the show. And LZ is correct. Say, I, don't, I don't deal with you all the time, LZ, but you're speaking the correct. you got to be cautious with these Clippers. And just because you win six man a year don't mean you do anything. We had Lou Williams. He was a six man. He didn't Whoa! Marcus, you can't curse, my man. I mean, you, you can, still? just not on the show. Yeah, Mar Marcus, <laughs> is he gone? Yeah, he's gone. I dumped him. Uh, Marcus, I dumped it. I dumped him nah. that. Laura, Laura's got to, Laura cuts him. That, that's her job yeah. is to cut him off. If you curse, you don't get second chance because then she don't get a second chance. You know what I mean? Oh, man. <laughs> that's how it works. You know, unfortunately. But Marcus, that's cool. He 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 actually did agree with, with Laura. Uh as much as he agreed with L Z, he he quoted the quote Clipper stench, I believe. 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's the old, you know, sort of way of looking at free agency. Guys are really way more mobile now. And eventually, you're probably going to end up with a player or two who's been with the Clippers just because guys move around more. Right. And taking shorter contracts and things like that. So, yeah. I don't know about the whole Clippers stench thing. All yeah. I know is, is that we've done a good job so far. Rob has done a good job so far reloading. But with the departure of Dwight Howard, there is a real issue there that we haven't solved yet that needs to be solved in order to guarantee our repeat status. Uh, okay, cool. Um, I have We have to play picks against the spread. Um, we're just going to play us, right? We don't have a caller to play for that. It's too late. We got we got to go soon because we got to talk. We got to do crosstalk. So let's just do it for us this week. Um, we will give a shirt out next. We'll give some shirts out next week, we promise, okay? Um, so we'll do that. Laura, hit me with the NFL music real quick if you've got it. I'm sorry. There we go. All right. Rams at Bucks. Bucks are three and a half point favorites. LZ, I know. Rams five, right? Bam. All right. That, Greg. That boy good. I'm going Rams four. Okay. Laura. Rams four. I'm going Bucks four. That's a big one. Obviously a big game right there. Uh, Chargers minus nine and a half uh, versus the Jets. LZ. Sweet Jesus, man. I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to pick Chargers for four. But sweet Ooh. Jesus, man. <laughs> you crazy. You crazy. You are crazy. They haven't That's won a game yet. Exactly. All they have are eyeballs that Greg tweeted us like last week. <laughs> That's all they got. <laughs> and I'm going to stick with my eyeballs for the Jets and take the Jets in the nine and a half with a three. I'm taking the Chargers one. Uh, Chargers, and that's my two. Uh, Chiefs minus seven and a half versus Greg's Raiders. LZ. Chiefs, and that's my three. Greg. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders. That's my two. Oh, look at you. Mm. Uh, I did. I did it. Laura. I'm taking the Chiefs, and that's my five. I'm taking the Chiefs, and that's my five, too. I think that is blowout city. Mm -hmm. Uh, Titans at Ravens. Ravens are six and a half point favorites. LZ. Uh, Ravens one. Greg. Titans one. Laura. Titans two. Titans three for me. And last one, Packers at Colts. Colts minus one and a half. LZ. Pack two. Greg. Packers five. Whoa. Ooh. Laura. Yeah. I'm doing the Colts. That's my three. I'm doing the Colts. That's my one. I think that's going to be a flip, a uh, coin flip game. All right. So that is our picks versus the spread. Uh, Greg is winning, right? You're winning. LZ's in second. I'm in third and Laura's in fourth right now. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's the way it works. All right, we are going to take a break. What is We're Greg talk- doing? Greg, what are you doing? I'm talking, and for some reason it's not coming through. It's okay. Don't but worry about it. Don't you're in second, George. Oh, I'm in second. Oh, still? Okay. Yep, um, and LZ's in third. Okay. Still? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm last? What? No, I'm just kidding. Still. Yes, still? yes, yes. All right, crosstalk with... We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, literally, in the time we're in break, there was one, two, <laughs> three, 
three signings that happened while we were in break for a few minutes. It's time for Crosstalk. You're listening to KSPN Los Angeles. Uh, just to update you on what the hell just happened, uh, the Brooklyn Nets have signed Joe Harris. Good God, Joe Harris. Four years, $75 million. Man, teach your children how to shoot a basketball is what I would say. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Grant, three years, $60 million with the Pistons. Wow. Um, and then what else? What else? Davis Bertans, five years, 80 millions. Again, 80 million. I, again, teach your kids to shoot a basketball. And then one Knicks uh, signing, uh, Alex Burke, one-year deal, $6 million. That all and, happened literally while we were in the break. Yes. And teach your kids, it don't mean nothing until you sign on the dotted line. At least support according to Yahoo. Chris, Chris Haynes, Haynes says that Dwight tweeted early. Okay, here's the story before we get to cap. Um, he says, sources within the Lakers organization say that they are adamant that a formal offer was never made, maintaining the dialogue was merely a deal concept. Uh, Howard, thought, Howard thought if he agreed, the deal concept was a done deal. He was forced to delete his tweet. Lakers management informed Howard's agent that they had to consult team ownership and seek approval before making an official offer. I mean, that sounds weird to me, LZ. Like, so you make an offer, and if he says yes, you just got to be, oh, hold on? Like, I don't know. Mm, that sounds – something sounds off there. Something certainly sounds off, but what doesn't sound like what we thought was that Dwight Howard agreed and then changed his mind. Well, that that may not have been the case, for sure. Right. Um, uh, that seems it like that may have been like the he, case. It, it sounds like he wanted to be back and that maybe the Lakers didn't want him back based upon the way I'm interpreting Chris Haynes' report. Right, but how many times – I mean, I, I maybe – look, I've covered this league a long time. You have covered this league a long time. I haven't heard very many times in my life, okay, since, you know, in the 17 years I've covered this league where a team tells um, – uh, sends an offer, the player agrees to said offer, and they say, oh, it's only a concept um, – you know, we got to consult with ownership even though we made you the offer. Shouldn't you be consulting with ownership before you make the offer? I would assume so. But, I, you know, the, the initial reporting from Chris makes it sound as if whatever they were talking about, Dwight thought it was a done deal. That, that just and, sounds weird. And that's why he tweeted what he tweeted. Yeah. And that's when he found out that it wasn't a done deal. It was a framework. Yeah. And... You know, he, he wanted to be back, and, you know, it didn't work out. So now we have to find another big body to take his place. Cap, does that sound weird to you, the way that the, that those events lined up? Yeah, and I love how skeptical you are about it. And I actually like where LZ's being positive about it. You know, somebody's giving him a hard time about being negative about all these signings. About Montrez Harrell. See, we've, we, fl we finally flipped, though, because I was good on Montrez Harrell and yeah. Wes Matthews, and LZ was like, wait and see, and then – now, on the Dwight stuff, it just seems like something's not adding up there. Um, and LZ's like on the opposite end of it. Right. So that's well, why, I mean, that's why he and I work so well together. <laughs> yeah. Cap, I was very much in a wait and see because I knew that Dwight was a still question mark. And when you think about the series we had against Denver and how easy Joker scored in the paint against Anthony Davis as well as against JaVale McGee, you realize that that big body – when he's decided to get in the post, is a handful, and we need a big body to counteract that. And when you look at all the series that Jokic played last season in the postseason, against the Lakers was the only time he didn't get a single game in which he hit double-digit field goals. 
Everyone else against the Clippers, he had four games where he had double-digit field goals. That's important. So we need a big body to make sure that guys like Joker don't have it easy when we face them. I'm with you, but I'm also with George in that, okay, but there, there's going to be a lot of available big bodies all of a sudden. Or I keep you, hearing the same, too. So where's the lot? I keep hearing Marc Gasol, and I keep hearing DeMarcus Cousins. So no. where are the other big bodies that I, people keep saying there are plenty of that I've had yet to hear another name? Yeah, George Ware. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, George. What big bodies are you talking about, man? Um, all right, let me go through the list. I gotta find the list. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, dog. Aaron That's Baines, all I'm saying. Aaron Baines is out there right now, and, and he's good. He, he can defend, he, he can he rebound, he can shoot he the can ball. He can shoot a little bit, yep. Yeah, he's so he's out there. Uh, Serge Ibaka is still out there. Jakob Pertl is still out there from the Spurs. Let me see. Chris Boucher of Toronto, he's restricted, but he's a good young player. Uh, let me see. Uh, so you scroll. see my concern, Cap? But those are good players. Hassan Whiteside that. is out there. Demarcus Cousins out there. The way you talk about Hassan Whiteside, I can't even believe. I don't you want him out there. Up. But you asked me what. Even, big, no, I but can't you believe me, you brought his name up. I mean, I'm just looking at the list. But <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't sign him. But what I'm saying is, I gave you four or five guys there, like that are functional NBA centers, like good NBA centers. But I think, doesn't it also get back to the conversation you were having earlier? It seemed, based on the early reporting, that Dwight had put out, I'm staying, and then said, I'm going to Philly. So it seemed as if, again, just the way it all went down, it seemed like he changed his mind. Now it seems, at least on the reporting, that it was the Lakers who maybe had a verbal and he took it too quickly. And then they, for some reason, didn't want to do the deal. So my question would be, what what do they have in mind? They must have something in mind because they clearly had him signed should they have wanted him. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. You guys I'm just saying, look, I, I have been very happy with what the Lakers have done today with Wes Matthews and Montrezl Harrell. All I'm saying is that the details of this story just don't add up to me on Dwight. Yeah, yeah something – I agree with you, George. Something – somebody dropped the ball somewhere. And from what Chris is reporting – it does sound as if Dwight wanted to come back, but either he jumped the gun on a deal or the, he, he misinterpreted what his agent was saying. Whatever it is, I think we can all agree it appears as if Dwight wanted to come back, but he either jumped the gun or an offer was rescinded or an official offer was never made. Yeah, that's, um, that's jumping the gun for a veteran player, you know? And by the way, for a veteran's minimum, basically. Man, I mean, usually it's like, just wait until it's done. Like, wait until everything's signed. Because, you know, you have a deal, but it's not really a deal until it's all signed. Interesting how he went right away. Like, can you imagine the call? Okay, Dwight, no, it's good, man. No, no, I'm telling you. Don't worry about it. No, no, it's good. I'm telling you. And then he goes right to Twitter. I'm staying where I belong. Right. And then, like, five minutes later, he's like, man, I screwed up. Sorry. They, um, right. they actually have other plans. So, you, you just never... We don't know. As I said, Ramona's going to have a great 30 for 30 podcast, breaking it all down, starting with the birth of Dwight Howard all the way up until this moment. And it's going to be amazing. In the meantime, um, just so you know, the listeners aren't confused about where I stand on this, I love what he has done, Rob Polinka has done thus far. 
My hesitation is only because I remember that series. I remember Nurkic. I remember Joker. I still can see, you know, Rudy Gobert, who is not a great offensive player per se, but it still is a big body that can disrupt things if he's not preoccupied with another big body. And so that's all I'm saying. Dwight's gone, and there might be names out there, but the production that Dwight got, there's not a lot of guys that can give us that, especially at that price point. That's my concern. Fair enough. <sighs> I'm wondering what the Lakers are thinking. They had him if they wanted him, so they must have some plan B, which might be plan A. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I've had faith in Rob from, you know, from the beginning. I still got faith in Rob. Obviously, he got a chip. He knows what he's doing. I'm assuming he's thinking this way, too. And he's got a plan in place, and I'm just waiting to see what it is. That's all. Everybody's tough. Tough crowd here tonight. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Cap? Like, what, what has stood out to you that you thought was interesting today? Well, I thought what would just happen just a few minutes ago. I thought the Montrez Harrell signing was a really big deal. Um, I thought you guys were, were right on. You know, he's, he's kind of got like a tough guy thing that I, I – at least that's the way I perceive him, like big and strong and yoked. And I, I just – I like that. I mean, I think that when you're, when you're talking about it, – it's for me, it was always about it's LeBron, AD, get a bunch of other guys. I think they've upgraded a lot. Uh, uh, tremendously. They're be- yeah. way better, I think, than they were last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the toughness is the big thing, right? Like, this – this team is physically tougher, and we didn't give up shooting to get physically tougher. And you got to love that. You absolutely got to love that, especially at the prices that we're getting them at. All right, Cap, what do you got coming up tonight? What do you guys got coming up tonight? What are you doing in your real life? Uh, I got some pizza and maybe some, uh, some vino, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LZ? Yeah. I got some new flour I'm about to light up, see how it, how it treats me. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you were talking earlier tonight about how when George was trying to compare things to dating and you said, you straight guys do things different. You just do it differently. And I was thinking, I felt like I kind of tried to do it the way you said to do it versus the way George said to do it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd it work out for you? I mean, pretty good. Yeah, there yeah. you go, bro. Good for yeah. you. There you go. All that all hard right. work. Cap, you don't need all that hard work. Just <laughs> I mean, let's just get to it. Let's get Why to read it. the novel when you got cliff notes? Yeah, man. Uh, right. George, tonight, I've got a great show coming up tonight. PJ Carlissimo will be here to give some opinions about everything that's going on around the NBA. Al Michaels. Freaking wow. Al Michaels, dude. is going to be awesome. Sh- Al Michaels is unbelievable. You guys are going to love him. Um, who doesn't? Eric Williams is uh, adding his coverage of the Rams to the Lakers as well for Sports Illustrated. He's stopping by. And Rams safety, John Johnson III. What a character this guy is. He's great. Yeah. So we got a great show coming up. All right, man. Well, enjoy the show. Have fun. We'll be listening. Uh, I will be, as I'm decanting, I will put on the app (laughs) to make sure I listen to Al Michaels. And we will talk to you next week, brother. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. All right, man. You too. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Uh, Greg, uh, great job muting yourself occasionally. Um, Laura, (laughs) great job dumping the music that cursed. Uh, Everyone have a great weekend. We will talk to you on Tuesday, actually, because we're off Monday for the